And all my life, I prayed for someone like Groove. And I thank God that I finally found Groove. And I hope that Groove feels the same way too. I, I don't know how to feel about you changing these starting it off strongs to become serenades to me. <laughs> I think it adds another layer to it. <laughs> it, it certainly adds another layer to it. it, right? it was, I like to start the show off on a positive note. I like to, to hype you up before we get going, you know? Good. You know that I need it. Bump your ego a little bit there. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, that, that song will play into some news I have later in my questions, so... Um, welcome to Island Like Their Old Stuff, episode 85? Yep. Why don't I ever know this? Episode 85, um, and, uh, the, um, the Jodeci episode, we'll call it that. Um, this is the show, I'm J-Ho, and this is Groove, and this is the show where we answer the question, or the questions, uh, it's something hype or is something not the hype. Uh, welcome to the show, and uh, I'd like to congratulate us on six weeks of consistent shows. Hey, um, we haven't missed a week yet, and uh, doing pretty good. So anyway, let's get it going. I got a little something I wanted to throw out there. It doesn't really fit into my questions, Groove. All right, uh, all right. So I posted from time to time. I like to throw out some. Uh, I like to throw out some lyrics on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. From some like usually it's from like some 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 of my favorite rap songs. Usually it's an Outcast song or something like that. And then I like to see people's responses if they get it or not, you know. Because mm-hmm. I don't say it's a quote, but then I see all my friends that jump on there and they're like, and they finish the quote and everything like that, or they're like, that's my favorite Outcast song or whatever. And it's kind of cool. And uh, so I I threw up some lyrics from uh, a tribe called Quest song called "I Left My Wallet in El Segundo." In fact, I saw that post. Yeah, um, I don't know if you saw what happened on that post. But <laughs> I, I saw like maybe three comments on it, so I'm interested to find out. Okay, what, well, do you know that song, I Love My Wallet, Nelson Gundo? Hell yes, I know that song. Yeah. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I got got to get it. Yeah, it's it's a funny song. They talk about how they drive. They accidentally drive to Mexico. Q-Tip leaves his wallet in Mexico. So as they you have, do. Yeah, as you do when you're in Mexico. So they had to go back and get it. And so I threw that up there... <laughs> And a lot of my friends got it and started, you know, taking off with the lyrics. But then several of my friends that are maybe perhaps a little older were concerned that I had actually left my wallet in El Segundo. <laughs> and I started getting responses on there saying, like, oh, I hope you find it. And, oh, that's terrible. And then, I like, I kept responding to it. I got to get it. I got got to get it. Every time they would put something like that on there. <laughs> Hoping that they would finally like me, like, oh, this must be some kind of song lyric or something. And then I started getting private messages from people that were concerned about my wallet. So somebody somebody sent me a private message was like, you really should cancel your credit cards right now. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, thanks? <laughs> I mean, how do you respond to that? How can I even explain that to them without, A, looking like an asshole, and B, like, even making it make sense that, like, it's just like, Oh, social media. <laughs> oh, that's that's really one of the only um, you know positives of having a diversified friend account. Yeah, 
You know, having <laughs> yeah. people from from all walks of life and all ages being your friend on 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 Facebook. <clears throat> I was actually going to go back through and and try to find it just because I want to see everybody's. <laughs> But it's gonna take too. It's long. like a lot of like my friends' moms and stuff that are friends. My yeah. friends of mine on there. They're like, oh, I, oh, I hope you find it. Oh, so I'm just trying terrible. to look out for you. You need to cancel them cards. To cancel those cards. It was somebody that I don't ever talk to too. They just wrote me hope was like, you, you need it. to cancel those cards. Like, my oh. mother went away on a month long trip. Her and some friends on an ocean liner ship. Yeah. Oh, that, that's actually the line. That's, yeah. That's that's the beginning of the song. His mom goes away, and so he takes the car keys and goes to Mexico, drives, and they accidentally wind up in Mexico. They go from New York to Mexico. Why'd you drive so far, Tip? Yeah, I mean, I guess I should be thankful that there's people that care enough to like give me advice on on uh, fake situations I've been in. They're, I mean, they they care about you. They care. I don't know. So so I immediately canceled all my credit cards. Well, so what? So what's the hype this week, man? All right, the hype is. Um, oh, we had my Halloween party. How'd it go? Uh, it was good, man. I mean, you know, you always you're rolling the dice with a party like that. If there's going to be alcohol involved, there's always a chance somebody's going to just fuck everything up, you know. And 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 you're really stepping up the the game if there's going to be alcohol involved and there's costumes involved. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because there's that level of like anonymity. I don't care. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be this superhero and destroy everything I'm, in the house. I'm playing a character. Yeah, I can just explain it way on that. Um, last time we had a party, somebody spilled uh spilled red wine all over the carpet, and not red, only all over the carpet. Wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they spilled red. It it was like an explosion of red wine on the carpet, on uh one of our friend's pants, and all over my favorite Radiohead shirt. Um. So immediately I took my shirt off and ran and threw it in the washer and all that sort of stuff and then it was just it was anarchy for a while but nothing like that happened at this party and we actually had a good time and um I set up all the uh last time I just kind of had my little uh sound system set up but this time I set up the big sound system you know what the big sound system is you've seen it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it'll blow the doors off uh this little house and I set up all the laser lights like you know the serious light I have you yep. know, the horseshoe light I have, the one that goes to the music and stuff, I set that up, and it just blew people's minds that we had such a setup. They just just like, wow, you guys bought all this for the party? <laughs> like, oh, not really. But, uh, yeah, I got to, I got to play a, a screaming set that I haven't done in a while, and everybody was loving it. Like, oh, man. Damn, that stove is hot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dropping it like that stove was hot. And, uh, yeah, so it was fun. We had a good time, and uh, there were no major incidents, so... It's high time for you to put another mix up. I know. I need to do that for everyone to enjoy. I do. I need to do that and promote it through the podcast. And uh, yeah, so I'll I'll work on that. We'll throw it up. Maybe a nice Thanksgiving mix. Yeah, turkey mix. Turkey mix. Yeah, bow and a turkey. Well, that's good. What was the best costume of the night? Uh, let's see. Anybody come as Michaela? Who? Disappointed Michaela. Oh, <laughs> no. Did you see it? That was on Parks and Rec, though. Um, uh, I didn't know. I haven't watched any of this season of Parks um, and Rec, but I did I did see a, a friend of mine on Facebook that had dressed up as Disappointed Michaela. I thought that was pretty good. Um, there was not any, like, super notable costumes. I don't know. There was, I mean, there was the standard, like, devils and things like that, but there was... Uh, Sexy devils. One guy was the Hawaiian punch guy. Yeah. That, that was pretty good, you yeah. know. 
Yeah. All right. I don't know. But. Well, so my hype this week was, uh, and and you're involved in this, really. Uh, last <laughs> night, um, I had uh, co-organized and produced a, a book launch uh, of a book that I edited, buddy of mine, Ghost Wrote, and and you did the uh, design for. It's yeah. called Nothing to Declare, and then it's got a subtitle. If you want to check out the book, you can go to nothingtodeclarebook.com. Uh, but we had the event at this theater. There's about 150 people there, uh, yeah. and it was really cool. It was like, it's this has been... I've been working on this book for about four months, but ultimately it's been nine months in the making. And it was just, it's, I, it's not something I've talked about because uh, I don't like to talk about projects I'm working on until they're finished, you know? Yeah. And I didn't either. really tell too many people I was working on it until I had the book in hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, everybody was hype on it and everybody was hype on the book cover itself. And uh, I was, I was thinking to myself, you can't judge a book by its cover, but you know, but like everybody there was doing that very thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we had this big screen behind the. Uh, uh, we had like a Q and A with the author of the book, you know, and and we had a huge, I don't know, twelve by twelve screen behind it with the uh, the cover behind them. That was like the centerpiece of the night, <laughs> just as much the book itself as as the cover of the book. So it was cool. We had uh, you know, we had little refreshments, little reception. It was the first kind of book launch that I had organize and help put on myself and uh, i think it was a success nothing too bad happened well that's good man i mean that's legit that's a big uh big accomplishment and uh whenever you do a big project like that you don't always get like the big world premiere at the end to like sometimes it just you're just done with it you know so it's like kind of cool to do that big party at the end to like launch it and it was pretty cool you know we actually had a uh the guy that was the ghostwriter that that I have kind of become friends with through editing the book, um, he's in school right now for creative writing. Even though he's you know he's a published author like three times over, he's gone back to school to uh, step his game up. And yeah. uh, his professor asked for him to come in and lecture the class on the process of this book, and he didn't want to do it alone, so he asked me to come with him. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, nobody really wants to do a presentation to a class especially yeah. if you're you know in the class too and um and we went and we thought it'd be about 45 minutes and we we really didn't think about this too too much in advance yeah. because it was scheduled for the same day as the book launch so we're there at like 10 in the morning to lecture this class about the process of writing and and publishing this book and um <laughs> we, we we thought it'd be forty five minutes, and I'd get I'd get time to leave the you know and go get change for the launch and that kind of stuff and and the class was so engaged with with what we were talking about that it wound up being an hour and a half, which really meant I only had about forty five <laughs> minutes to get home and change before I had to be at the theater to set up for the event itself. It was so ridiculous. We, we both took we we went for like nine hours without eating because we didn't That's have any time between you. the class and the launch. Yeah. So it was a it was a long day yesterday, but it's 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 the hype because like it totally everything worked out. You know, like we yeah. We were, Worried that the the book wouldn't come out right, you know, that the publisher was going to do something wrong, and we had scheduled the book launch so close to the actual yeah. publishing date that if something was wrong, it was going to be really bad. But um, it all came off without a hitch, and so now we got a, I mean, we got a book to show, you know, That's so legit. it's all good. Yeah. Uh, the book itself is, you know, I don't know if any of our listeners are really going to care about it, but it's a, uh, 
it's kind of like a tragic comedy memoir of a guy descending into the pits of hell with this, you know, getting becoming starting out as a, a drug dealer and a drug smuggler, but winding up as a, a homeless junkie on the streets, and then his, his uh, you know, getting clean and, and becoming a drug counselor and that kind of stuff. So it's it's got a lot of humor in it, and it's definitely a powerful story, but um, it's in the memoir section of the book story, if you will. You know what I mean? Not yeah. everybody gets it. No, it's, it's cool, man. I mean, it's like one of the most uh, fun projects I've ever worked on because I was real nervous in the beginning because I was like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. And then I just, like, threw everything out the window and was like, I'm just going to do this in my style and see if they like it. And it actually, like, my style of, of art is, like, very conducive to this sort of story. Mm-hmm. So I just, like, was able to just kind of tell the whole story of the book uh, without having read the book. Um, just kind of like through the things I was told about what the book was about, kind of telling the story through the cover. So you can actually kind of can maybe tell a little bit of the story through just looking at the cover. Well, sure, yeah. Every image on the cover of the book symbolizes some event that happens in the book, you know, or a little story. And so uh, it's one of those covers that the longer you look at it, the more you notice the little things that are jammed in there. Uh, We had a professional photographer there last night, and she, um, she showed up before anybody else, and she looked at the book cover, and she's like, man, there's a lot going on there. I'm still finding things. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, it turned out that that image itself was like, you know, had like 200 layers and it was two gigs. And she was <laughs> she was pretty impressed with that. <laughs> yeah, my computer was literally smoking by the end of the thing. It was just like, oh, come on, baby. We got to finish this. Come on. Don't die on me now. So it was not the hype. Uh, not the hype is uh, seeing Ray Allen in a Miami Heat jersey. I, I figured something like this was going to be coming uh. up. I watched the, the the NBA season started the other day, and every time the NBA season started, I'm like, really? We ain't even like, it just had, didn't the, the finals just, was last week, right? Nope, it was a while back, and uh, yeah, it started, so the Celtics played the, uh, the Heat, and the Celtics lost, and I had to watch my favorite player, current player, Ray Allen, you know, Sink, drain his threes. The first thing they did was leave him open so he could run to the corner and shoot one. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about it. Well, it's my not the hype and my hype still out. What the NBA season? Yeah, because yeah. The, I mean, not the hype. Obviously, is like Ray Allen's with the Heat. There's a little bit of drama there. He's being. I think he's being kind of like a whiny asshole uh, talking about Rondo <laughs> trying to be political about it he definitely didn't Uh, take the high road yeah yeah but i can Uh, but i can understand when you're when you're about to be traded 15 times that you're like i'll I'll see you guys later you know yeah no sure he doesn't really owe the celtics they've tried to trade him twice for sure um but so i went down to the betting shop today i'll just tell you this story this is why it's both not the hype and hype still out i i I was I was on this I was running errands I was at the betting shop you know walking by it and I thought let me go in here and check on on the odds on the presidential election let me yeah. see if I can bet on this presidential election you know what I mean and I and I asked them if they had that they were like oh sure you can bet on anything you know and so they showed me the odds for the presidential election I did not like the odds yeah right I didn't think it would earn me enough money if I was going to bet it was yeah. it was you know if you bet four pounds on Barack. You get one pound if he wins. Oh, uh, okay. If you bet four pounds on Romney, you win eleven pounds. <laughs> oh, so we can clear who, they, who they're endorsing. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, it's not so much. You know, I mean, obviously, it's not an endorsement, but they, right. They, but they, who they who they are predicting, I guess. Is yeah, the, who they're setting the odds on. Yeah. And I, I did, in fact, think to myself, I'm. I think I'd probably bet. I, I trust these these bookies a little bit more than I trust any of the polls. Right. Certainly the Gallup <laughs> poll. Anyway, um, so I was like, well, I'm not going to bet on that. You got the NBA with some of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> And I wound up uh, placing three bets on who's going to win the NBA championship. Wow! Yeah, I, I spread it right. I was hedging my bets, and and the not the hype is the Celtics' odds right now on winning the NBA championship. But I think their odds are a little bit better than what the bookies have said right now. Really? But it, it's twenty eight to one. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but the um all the. All the uh, sportscasters here are ranking the Celtics number two in the East. Now that's not saying much, but they're saying that the, the Celtics have a real chance of of uh, of going head to head against the Heat in the East, they're, which is a big deal, I think, because last year everybody was like the Celtics are too old, and they really yeah, changed a whole lot. They got some good, you know, some good bench pieces, but they've 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 definitely. I think they're definitely going to get number two in the East once they get that. They're going to rest their you know their older guys. I think that. You know, KG and and Paul Pierce are not going to be above thirty minutes per game. You know, for the season, that kind of stuff. But they're twenty eight to one, so I bet one pound on that. Yeah, <laughs> I figure may as well throw them a you know a yeah. pound, see if I can win that. The Lakers are ten to three, hmm. which I thought was a little bit high, and the Heat are fifteen to eight. Yeah. So huh. yeah. it. it it hurt me, but I may as well bet on some heat. You know what I mean? Because uh, I it, mean they're it, returning champions, so you gotta gotta throw some on that. You gotta respect that. I think so. Um, but yeah, well, well, the Lakers have looked horrible in the first two games, but it's a long season, so you don't know what's gonna. happen. It is a long season, and um, and and you've hooked me. You're you're <laughs> this your gift for me. Your birthday <laughs> gift to me last year was yeah. definitely the gift of the Magi. Because uh, now I'm just biding my time before I, I take the plunge and buy the NBA League Pass. Yeah, it's definitely worth got... it. It's, if you like the NBA, you watch the games, get the League Pass, watch the games online. Yeah, it's uh, it's worth doing if you're a fan. So I'm I'm pretty excited. I've been listening to. A, do you listen to the Basketball Jones podcast? No. It's a pretty good podcast, man. And they just went through their last four episodes where. 101 questions mm-hmm. for the NBA season. So instead yeah. of going through the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference, they just wrote 101 questions, put them all in a bowl, and pulled out one question at a time oh, that's cool. and answered that. I really enjoyed that format. They got like five guys on that podcast, but the pacing's really good. So if you like basketball at all, I recommend listening to the Basketball Jones or subscribing to it. But um, I listened to all four of those episodes, and I listened to the – the two-parter, you know, Bill Simmons and Joe House over/under podcast. Yeah, and um, and I'm hooked, and I'm ready. I'm ready to get get some games, get some games on, start watching them. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, how about some hype still out? That essentially, who's going to win? Okay. How much are going to get you. paid on these bets? Because I bet on the Heat, the Lakers, and the Celtics, but my amount went down each time. You know right. what I mean? Uh, well, my hype's still out. It's a pretty big deal because, uh, and it's kind of ties, it's like full circle with the podcast because our first episode, or maybe our second episode that we ever did, um, I think was the episode where we talked about me chaperoning the prom. Oh, my, God. Uh, my roommate's prom. Uh, every year yeah. I chaperone, my roommate's a teacher, every year I chaperone her prom with her. 
and uh, you know that's a big deal. And I've always criticized the DJs in the past because they've been pretty terrible at some of them. Uh, yeah. Well, the head of the prom committee was one of the people at our party on Saturday. Oh. And she caught wind of my DJing, and you know everybody was like raving about it. So I've been asked to DJ the prom. <laughs> so that's a big deal, you know. Um, wow, that's a it's a big it's it, you know pressure's on. Yeah, the pressure's on, but I I can do this. Like it's gonna be the the cool thing is, is that they're gonna do like a uh, they're gonna ask the kids for requests before the prom. Yeah. So I'm going to have a list of songs of stuff that they want to hear. So that seems fairly easy to me to just go through that, you know? Well, that's uh, you know what it reminds me of is that, uh, you know that movie High Fidelity? Yeah. Uh, John Cusack's uh, the perpetual music critic, and then yeah. at the end he, he, he gets encouraged to actually produce a band, yeah. you know, those two kids. And uh, his girlfriend at the time is saying something like, oh, now you're finally going to actually do something rather than just shit on everybody else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall of that problem. Yeah. Well, you know I know I, how to rock a party. So. Well, you, yeah, you know how to rock an adult party. Well, I mean, I've DJed all those camp dances are, and stuff. So. Are you going to get... Are you gonna get uh, that list of requests, and after you get done scoffing at it, go find a house remix of each of those songs? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see, you know. I get a bunch of them. Right. You can wear your bear hat? Oh, yeah. I'm wearing the new bear hat. <laughs> Panda bear hat. Um, yeah, so I got like, I got some work to do. I got to get a little bit more equipment, and uh, I don't know, but I'm pretty stoked on it. You know. That's, they going to pay you? Oh, yeah. It's a good, it's, it, yeah, they pay me, I'm getting getting paid pretty well, so. Nice. Yeah. When is that going to be? It won't be until May. I might, I might have to take a trip. Prom season. Yeah, come on over, you can help me. <laughs> yeah, get the, just get them to pay for my plane ticket. All right, we'll do that. I'll be your PA for the night. Just cut, you can get on the mic all night. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? Oh, sorry, sorry. How y'all doing? Um, what you been consuming? Um, I've been listening to some podcasts. I've been listening to the uh, Giant Bomb cast again, uh, which yeah. is a video game podcast that I really like. It's got the guys yeah. from uh, GiantBomb.com. and they're some of like the more respected critics in the video game industry. They're very like. Uh, uh, analytical in the way that they talk about games, but they're also really funny. And I don't know, I'm just really enjoying that podcast again. So I'm listening to that. I'm hyped on trying to get some some other video games now that I hadn't played in a long time. So yeah, I've been listening to that, and I don't know. That's 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 what I got for that. So I just got a new band that I'm going to recommend, and you're not going to listen to for six months, and then you're going to find them from somebody else, okay. and you're really going to enjoy them. And you're typing. Oh, sorry. Are you, you're about to type up this recommendation. Okay, what's up? Alt-J. Alt, who's A-L- that again? A-L-T-J. Alt-J? Alt-J. Check them out. Sounds like some kind of listserv or something. It's good, <laughs> it's good for the winter, man. It's yeah. good wintertime music. I'm, pull, I'm pulling out all my old wintertime music. Sweet. And uh, and this, this band's going to the top. So there's that. Gary Clark Jr.'s got a new album out. 
Um, I'm kind of on the fence about it. In fact, Rob Teeter, from famous from My Window Faces the South, oh. <laughs> wrote up uh, an article about Gary Clark Jr.'s most recent album. Most everything he said about it is everything I would have to say about it too. This guy, he's, he's got he made his name for being a blues guitarist, blues singer. But the album's all over the map. He does some R and B, some hip hop, and some blues as well. And it was kind of felt like the label. <clears throat> suggested very strongly that he diversify his song portfolio and obviously the songs that are best on there are the ones that are very much what he's known for which are the blues songs and the other ones are a little bit weaker but um i've been going back and forth between those two albums gary clark jr's is called black and blue and uh, alt j alt j just has one album you can pick it up on amazon for 5.99 yeah so it's it's a pretty good deal i recommend it so check it out man the, I guess the other thing is that Mackenzie and I have fallen back into the trap of Modern Family, and we've rewatched the entire first and second season. Now we're watching season three. Um, I have been watching a lot of the sh- new shows this year, or well, the, you know, the shows that have returned. And yeah. Man, I know that you don't like it, but Boardwalk Empire is excellent now. It's so good. Um. I think that first season of it was a little bit of a slog, but season two and season three are great. Um, and also, actually, The Walking Dead has not made me want to tear my eyes out. So, Ken's just, yeah, Ken's watched the first episode of The Walking Dead. She said it was good. It actually adheres to some form of logic, um, and there's much less standing in kitchens yelling at people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it's actually they've got like the governor's in it now, and Michonne's in it now, and it's kind of like, wow, there actually some things are happening. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it's going to fall into the same trap the comic book has kind of fallen into, though, which is like, they're basically, oh, we're going to go to this gated community, and then that's going to fall, and we're going to go to this gated community, and then that's going to fall, and then this other gated community is going to come to try to take our gated community, and then we're going to lose both gated communities. And then we're going to go to a gated community. <laughs> that's kind of like... I don't know. I, I don't know if you have you caught up with the comic book. No, I haven't. But you've really inspired me to do so. And the comic book has actually had some better moments in it too. Um, I just caught up to. Uh, I think it's one hundred three is what they're at now with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the past like the, the past three have really like kicked me in the gut. Like some of the best ones out of the first like twenty did. Yeah. Um, but you know. That comic started out real strong. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just I think it, it started out really strong, and then it kind of ran out of new ideas. And you can't just ride on the... I don't think you can just ride on the concept of nobody's safe, we're going to kill all your favorite characters off. Mm-hmm. Like that. Eventually that just becomes like... You lose the shock of that, and you're like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, you learn not to get attached to anybody. Yeah, yeah. So it, that is only effective for a certain amount, and then you you have to change it up, and I don't think he doesn't. And it really is like they have repeated so many of the same themes over and over again with, you know, the humans being the monsters and, and meeting these other communities and that sort of thing. And I don't know. It kind of repeats itself sometimes. But Well, before we sign off, I sent you an email, and you didn't reply to me, and I'm going to get your... I'm going to get your uh, recommendation now, and we, we can have anybody else that listens that 
that likes the NBA to uh, give a recommendation as well. This year in London, there's one NBA game, and that is the Detroit Pistons versus the New York Knicks. Uh, yeah, you sent that to me. That's one of those emails that I replied to in my mind and never actually replied. Because like, I, I, I often get your emails when I wake up in the morning because I'm laying in bed with my phone. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to type all this out, so I'll type this up when I get up. Um, yeah. And that was one of them. And I just like, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Knicks play. Uh, but the Pistons, like, really? <laughs> who, who is on the Pistons? Do they have any players? I didn't even think they were still a team. Right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's 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 find out um, oh. what what the uh, what the what the Pistons roster is. I'm gonna look it up right now. Sorry, you had to bear with us, fans. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. It Would it be on the Wikipedia article? Uh, Will Bynum. Current roster. Austin Day. Andre Drummond. He's all right. <laughs> Kim English. Brandon Knight. Greg Monroe. Okay. Kyle Singler. Uh, Charlie Villanueva. Oh, Charlie Villanueva. That's the, the big name on this team. And Rodney Stuckey. <laughs> wow. Tayshaun yeah. Prince. Thought, didn't know he was still in the league. Corey Maggette. Yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking like I'm going to find out what the, the price of the tickets are, and I'm probably going to say, mm, that's too expensive. I bet they will still sell out because I bet all those folks over there in England will be like, oh, the Pistons are good. It's funny. The other day, I, I was walking around town. It was last uh, <clears throat> last Sunday. McKenzie and I were out doing like Christmas shopping, Halloween shopping, that kind of stuff. And uh, there's people with NFL jerseys all over town. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Like, I never see that. And then that night I realized that the NFL was playing a game here in London. It was like, I don't know, it was the Patriots versus somebody. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, it was also an awful game. It was the Patriots. The Patriots were, like, scored 45 on them or something. It was, like, 45 to 3. It was, like, the Browns or somebody like that. I don't know. Somebody I'll tell you them. this right now. The tickets for this London game, Pistons versus Knickerbockers, yeah. almost sold out already. <laughs> of course. All courtside seats are gone. Floor row two, VIP three and four, one A, all gone. Well, that's why that's, they sent the Pistons over there. They're like, well, the Pistons have got to sell out some game this year. they so got, they got to make some money. Yeah. Courtside is 500 pounds sold out. To see the Pistons. To see the, you could, you could high-five Tayshaun Prince. Well, I want to go watch Carmelo Anthony dribble the ball all day. All day. <laughs> yeah, he won't play. <laughs> he they'll sit, they'll sit all their starters. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I will. God, the cheapest the cheapest tickets have already sold out. There's only three price levels of tickets left, and and level four is fifty five pounds. I don't think I'm going to that game. No, I wouldn't suggest. I don't that. Think I'm going to that game like that. Well, all right. that's it for me. All right, well, check us out. Uh, you can send us an email, stuff at gmail.com. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash IOLTOS network, uh, or visit us on Twitter at IOLTOS, and you can go to our website at uh, IOLTOS.com. <laughs> Hopefully, eventually, we'll have the iTunes stream fixed. Who knows? We out.
We'll see you next time. Have a good night.